0: man kana. Allah says man kana. whoever is such that yuridu al he wants al he desires honor whoever desires honor what does izza mean izza ain zay zay has multiple meanings right it means honor but it's also honor through power all right meaning a person is so you know powerful strong and you know, stable in their position that no one can dare disrespect them. No one can dare bring them down. So whoever wants izzah, whoever wants honor, then he should know that فَلِلَّهِ فَذَنْ لِلَّهِ Allah فَالْعِزَّةُ All honor, جَمِيعًا All together. All honor is only for who? It's only for Allah he alone deserves it he alone is worthy of it so it is as if we're being taught a lesson here that don't don't desire honor because then you're kind of competing with allah you should be humble this doesn't mean that we should not give honor to people no we should give honor to people allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given honor to his servants different servants different levels of honor and whatever status Allah has given to a servant we should accept it but what this is teaching us is that we should not want greatness for ourselves greatness in such a way that nobody should be able to say anything to me that I am perfect you know, I am perfect nobody should dare criticize me and I am the best no you're not the best no matter what status you have no matter how good you are you still have weaknesses all honor who is worthy of it only Allah is worthy of it. And who has control over it? Only Allah has control over it. So He has control over it, meaning He gives it to whom He wills, and He takes it away from whom He wills. So what's another lesson from this then? فَلِلَّهِ جميع, That if we really want honor, if we want to have some status, then we should realize that it is only Allah who gives honor. Honor is sought How? By being obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because He is the giver of honor And He is the one who can take it away also In Surah safat ayah 180 We learn Subhana rabbika rabbil Amma yasifun Who is Allah? He is rabbil The Lord of all glory And this is why Right at the beginning of the surah What lesson were we given? Alhamdulillah All praises for who? Allah in Surah Munafiqoon, Ayah 8, Allah says, Real honor, true honor, is for who? Allah, His Messenger, and the believers. Meaning Allah gives it to His servants, those that He wants to give it to. So, izzatu Because you see, Shaytan, he deceives us. He says, You know what? If you do this, Which, yeah, technically it's wrong. But if you do it, I mean, you look really good. And if you look really good, people will respect you. Right? So sometimes, shaitan, he suggests to us that we should do wrong in order to increase in honor before people. But what does this ayah show? That real honor is God given. He gives it. And how does a person acquire it? By being obedient to Allah. Not by being disobedient to Allah. And how is it that a person is obedient to Allah? That is mentioned in the next part of the ayah. That ilayhi, to him, meaning to Allah, yas'adu, it ascends. ain dal, su'ud. And su'ud is harakah ila fawq. When something moves upwards. When something goes upwards. So ilayhi yas'adu. To him it ascends. What ascends? What goes up to him? And by the way, what does it show? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-Ali. He is high. He is above. Because he is dhul izza He is the most honorable. Such that none is above him. Everything and everyone is below him, beneath him in every way. So ilayhi yas'adu. To him it ascends. What? Al-Kalimu tayyib The good word. Al-Kalim. Kalim? Kalima, word, statement, kalimat, right? And at-tayyib, meaning good and pure. Good words ascend to him. Which good words ascend to him? Good speech. When a servant utters good words, like for example the words of Tawheed, uttered with sincerity. La ilaha illallah. Or for example, words of glorification for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah. Dhikr. Recitation of the Quran, tasbihat, Taḥmīd, Takbir, tahleel. All of these statements are what? Different forms of al-kalimu-tayyib. Because a word is good and pure when Allah likes it. When Allah approves of it. So all good speech. They rise up to Allah. Wal-amal-salih. And righteous deed. Yarfahu. It raises it. Meaning good deeds. Good deeds are what raise up good words. So in other words, if we want our words to have some worth before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then those words must be backed up by what? Good deeds. إِلَيْهِ يَصْعَدُ الْكَلِمُ الطَّيِّبُ وَالْعَمَلُ الصَّالِحُ يَرْفَعُهُ what is الصالح? What is righteous deeds? Those deeds that conform to the sunnah. And those people who, yamkuruna السَّيِّئَاتِ who plot evil, meaning they obey shaitan, they listen to shaitan, instead of saying kalimu tayyib, they say kalimu al-sayyid. So yamkuruna السَّيِّئَاتِ meaning they do evil, lahum adabun shadeed, for them is a severe punishment. Wa makru, and plot of ulaika of those, who it will be yabur, it will perish. The plot of such people will perish. The word yabur is from the root letter is bawawra. Bawar. Bawar is halak, destruction. Alright? And basically it is when something keeps on failing until it's ruined. It's destroyed. It's used for gradual destruction. So wa makru ulaika huwa yabur. The plot of these people is not going to get them anywhere. At the end they will suffer. So in this ayah, what do we see? First of all, we are taught that Allah is the owner and the giver of izzah. You do good and Allah will give you honor Himself. And that honor is sought, it is acquired by obeying Allah, not by disobeying Allah. In Surah Maryam, ayah 81-82, Allah says, min alihatan lahum izzah. They have taken, besides Allah, other gods so that they will have honor. Meaning they're doing shirk. Why? In order to get honor. But it's not going to get them honor because these same false gods, they're going to turn against them. So they'll be humiliated. In Surah Al Nisa, ayah 139, we are taught. Those who disbelieve, are they seeking honor through them? They should know. Honor is for who? Allah. So it is sought by obeying Allah, not otherwise. And remember that real honor, how is it? It is eternal. Being truly honorable is when a person is honorable in the sight of Allah. How is a person honorable in the sight of Allah? By saying good words and by doing good deeds. al kalim al-Tayyib and al amal al-Salih. How is this true honor, real honor? Because then even if a person is looked down on by people, he still has a high status near Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And even when a person will die, he will still have honor in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What good is temporary honor in this world when it's gonna turn into humiliation and disgrace forever? in the next world. A person might be very disobedient to Allah in this world, and people have a lot of respect for him, right? He's well known, everybody talks about him, everybody dies to take a selfie with him, or whatever it may be. But what good is that if this honor is not going to continue in the next world? Abu Jahl, wasn't he very respected in the dunya by his people? He was. But will he have that honor in the next world? Not at all. Fir'aun, look at the izzah of Fir'aun in this dunya. So much izzah that when he said to people, I am God, they said yes, and they worshipped him. This is the apparent honor he had. But was it real honor? No, it wasn't. Because it finished very quickly. It went down very quickly. Because the fact is that in the Qur'an, Allah says in surah Ali Imran, ayah 192, that رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ مَنْ تُدْخِلِ النَّارَ فَقَدْ أَخْزَيْتَ O our Lord, whoever you admit into the fire, then you have humiliated him. If a person falls from that bridge into the fire of hell, that is disgrace. So it doesn't matter what a person wore in the dunya, what a person drove in the dunya, what he ate, where he ate, who he was married to, what education he had, what career he had, it doesn't matter. If a person falls into the hellfire, that is enough disgrace. It is real, true disgrace. So real honor is that which continues in the next world. And that is sought how? Through kalim al-tayyib and amal al-salih. Because ilayhi yas'adul kalimul tayyib. Good words. They're given so much importance that they rise up. They go to who? They go to Allah. Like in hadith we learn that when a person is doing dhikr, tasbih, alhamdulillah, subhanallah, la ilaha illallah, when he's doing dhikr of Allah, then these words, what happens? They revolve around the throne like bees. In the sense that there's a sound. Buzzing of bees. It's similar to that. It's as if they're reminding of who? Of those who are saying those words. Now that is honorable. If someone is making our mention before Allah, that is real honor. Also in hadith we learn over here, إِلَيْهِ يَصْعَدُ الْكَلِيمُ الطَّيِّبُ وَلَعَمَلُ salihu salih, Good deeds also, they ascend to Allah. They ascend to Allah. They go up to Allah. Allah accepts them. So over here, the ascension—what does it mean? That Allah welcomes them. Allah accepts them. Like in Hadith, we learned the Prophet ﷺ he used to pray four rak'ah before Zuhr, meaning before the Fard of Zuhr. All right. And when he was asked about it, he said, "This is the time when the gates of the sky are opened, and I want, I like that my deed." Some of my good deeds should ascend at this time. Because, وَالْعَمَلُ الصَّالِحُ يَرْفَعُ Gates of the sky are open. What does it mean? In Ramadan also the gates of the sky are open, right? What does that mean? Send as much good as you want. Send it up. Up as in, so that it's accepted. Perform as much as you want so that it's accepted. Because this is what will bring you honor near Allah then allah reminds us wallahu khalaqakum allah has created you min from dust why be so arrogant have you seen your origin you have been created from dust adam alayhissalam was created from mud thumma min nutfah then from nutfa, a sperm drop meaning the children of adam they are born from what the rest of humanity they are born from what sperm drop thumma ja'alakum azwaja. then he has made you into Pairs, aswaj plural of zod, referring to male and female, that Allah has made you as males and females, meaning pairs, so that your progeny it continues. Wama tahmilu, wama and not tahmilu it carries. Min unsa any female, meaning in its womb, no female carries something in her womb. la tadau, nor does she deliver except with his knowledge. Taba'u wa'ad ain. to put down, meaning a burden, something that a person is carrying, to put it down. So, a female does not conceive, nor does she deliver, except that it is in his knowledge. And this female is referring to human as well as otherwise, even amongst animals. I remember once we bought a whole chicken. Right? And, uh, We were cleaning it. My mom was cleaning it. And we saw there was an egg. There was an egg inside it. It was really strange, but it's amazing. The egg was there. Alright? So, we don't even know what's inside. Forget about chickens. I mean, women even, they don't know what's inside them. Sometimes a woman is pregnant and she has no clue. So, this is within Allah's knowledge. Allah knows about it. Wama Yu'ammaru. Wama and not Yuammaru. He is given life. From Ain Mimra. Umur is age meaning life. He is not given life. Min Mu'ammarin any Mu'ammar. Ani Mu'ammar meaning one who has been given a life. Mu'ammar is from Ain Mimra also. Alright? Basically, Mu'ammar is who? Someone who's been given. Umur, meaning age. So in other words, an aged person, long living person. So a person who's old in age is not given any age, meaning he doesn't live any day. ينقص, nor is it reduced min from his age, إِلَّا فِي kitab, Except that it is in a register. Which register? The lawhul mahfuz nadhalika dhalika 'ala Allah yaseer indeed that upon Allah is easy what is easy what is easy to have everything recorded where in the lawhul mahfuz this is not difficult upon Allah and if we have to record everything every detail in a book how difficult would that be for us extremely difficult what is this ayah teaching us that everything is by Allah's knowledge and will and all of this is recorded where in the lawhul mahfuz you see, part of our iman is to believe in Al-Qadr, Divine Decree. And when it comes to Divine Decree, it has four maratib, four levels you can say. The first level is ilm. Ilm meaning Allah is alim of everything. There is nothing except that Allah knows about it. Second, kitaba, that everything is recorded. Everything is written. Where is it written? In the lawah al-mahfuz. Thirdly, irada. Irada meaning Allah's will. Meaning when Allah wills for something to happen, then it will happen. And the fourth is khalq creation. Meaning Allah knows about it, it's recorded. When Allah wills, then it is brought into existence. Then it happens. And when it happens, it's Allah's creation. So whatever has to happen will happen. Right? Whatever has to happen will happen. it is by Allah's will it's recorded in the register, and this is something very easy for Allah. Now you see over here in particular what is mentioned what does this mean? what this means is that no person is given any age all right and that age might be long or short, whatever that age may be, but except that that age is recorded where where? In the Lawhul Mahfuz. So a person will be born or a person will die when? When? At the time that has been fixed for them. Neither before that nor after that. And what is this referring to? The perfect execution of Allah's decree. Perfect execution of Allah's decree Meaning whatever Allah decrees It happens at its time In Surah Al-A'raf ayah 34 It is mentioned ajal, فَإِذَا جَاءَ أَجَلُهُمْ لَا يَسْتَأْخِرُونَ سَاعَةً وَلَا يَسْتَقْدِمُونَ Surah Al-A'raf ayah 34 That for every nation is a fixed time And this means for every individual Is also a fixed time And when that fixed time arrives And that's it When a person has to die Then he will die if a person has to live on, then he will live on. In a hadith we learn that once Umm anha, the wife of the Prophet wasallam, she said, "O oh Allah, enable me to benefit from my husband, the messenger of Allah وسلم, and from my father Abu Sufyan, and from my brother Muawiyah. Meaning I have the best men around me. My husband, my father, my brother. So enable me to benefit from them. Meaning allow me to benefit from every single one of them in my life. In other words, let me be the first to die. You understand? And this is the concern of many women. That I should die first. Meaning, I don't know if I can live if my husband dies first, for instance. This is a concern that many women have. Because literally they're shaken up by the death of their father or by the death of their brother or by the death of their husband. They don't even want to think about it. So this was a concern that Umm Habibah had. And the Prophet ﷺ said, you have asked from Allah about durations of life that are already set. And the length of days, that has already been allotted. And the sustenance, the share of which has been fixed. Allah will not do anything earlier before its due time. Nor He would delay anything beyond its due time. And if you were to ask Allah to provide you refuge from the torment of hellfire or from the torment of the grave, it would have good in store for you and better for you also. Meaning the life, death of each person is fixed. Illa fi It is in the kitab. Another meaning of this part of the ayah, that wama yu'ammaru mim mu'ammar, No aged person is given age, Yu'ammaru as in given additional age. ينقصوا, nor is it reduced from the age that was decreed for him. Except that even that change is where? In the book. What does it mean? You see, each person's lifespan is pre-recorded. Alright? It's pre-recorded. So for example, that this person is to live 36 years, 5 months, 3 days, so on and so forth. The exact lifespan is pre-recorded. However, due to the actions of that person, that lifespan may be prolonged or lessened. It may be increased or it may be decreased. Like, for example, we learned that if a person does silatul rahim, right? He maintains, he joins ties with his relatives, then this is a means of lifespan being increased. Alright? So, this is something that prolongs his life. Now this change that happened, a person was to live 36 years, for example, but they were really good with their relatives. And so what happens? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala extends their life from 36 to 38, for instance. Now this change also, this edit also, is recorded where? In the lawful mahfuz. And that is something very easy for Allah. In surah al Ra'd, ayah 39, Allah says, اللَّهُ مَا يَشَاءُ وَيُثْبِتُ Allah eliminates what He wills or He confirms it. He can change it or He can make it happen exactly as is written. It's up to Him because He is the owner of that book. He is Allah. وَعِنْدَهُ أُمُّ الْكِتَابُ And with Him is the mother of the book. Meaning the lawful mahfuz. So what's the lesson in this ayah? Nothing happens except by Allah's knowledge and His will. It's ultimately, everything is by His decision. So whatever has to happen, will happen. Instead of being afraid, do your best and ask Allah for khair. Then Allah says, وَمَا and not. we It is alike. It is equal. What is not equal? Bahran, the two seas. Bahran dual of? Bahr. And Bahr is a body of water. So the two bodies of water, they're not the same. They're not equal. Which ones? The two that are mentioned here. How? Because one is, هذا, this is, meaning one is, عذب, fresh, sweet, pleasant. عذب. عذب is from the root letters, عين ذالب. And we have done this word earlier. And عذب is used for that which is, sweet and pleasant and when it's used for describing water such water that one likes to drink even if he's not thirsty you understand? sometimes we drink water why? because we're extremely thirsty it may smell of chlorine but we'll still drink it right? it may taste very fake because it's bottled water but we'll still drink it why? because we are very very thirsty have you done that ever? Or that water is extremely cold, right? And it's hurting your mouth, but you will still drink it. Why? Because you're thirsty. Adb is such delicious water that you will drink even if you're not thirsty. Even if your mouth is not burning from the spicy food that you ate. This is adb. It is furat. Furat farata sweet. Farat alma is that which is very pleasant, delicious. Alright. And Azbun Furatun together? Why is this mentioned? To emphasize the sweetness, the pleasantness of this water. And what is this referring to? River water. River water. Right? Fresh water. Or for example, in a lake also, fresh water. So Azbun Furatun so delicious and pleasant that سائغ sharabuhu. Its sharab meaning its drinking is سائغ سائغ سين ya سائغ is that which is easy to swallow That which is easy to swallow Like we learned about milk khalisan خَالِصًا right? That milk which is سائغ Palatable, easy to swallow So one type of water is fresh, sweet, palatable Wahada and this, meaning the other one, is milḥ, salty. Ujaj, bitter. Milḥ mim lam ha, that which is salty, and ujaj hamza jim jim, is extremely bitter, meaning such that if you will take even a sip of it, it's going to burn your mouth, it's going to hurt your throat. So it's mouth burning, throat hurting, salty. Have you ever tried to drink seawater? Have you? Anybody? I've tried. You can't drink much of it at all. Firstly, the smell of it. It smells of seafood. <laughs> and secondly, it's just too salty. You can't take more than a sip. You really cannot. So, milḥun Two completely different types of water. But Allah says, وَمِن kullin," <كُلِّن> And from each Meaning each type of water, whether it's fresh or salty. Ta kuluna, you eat lehman tariyan, flesh, meat that is tarih, tarih, tarawa, tarawa, tenderness. So basically, it's it's when meat is succulent, it's fresh, it's juicy. So lehman tariyan, fresh meat, meaning succulent, tender, soft, and this is how fish can be. If you cook it properly. Because some people have this extreme fear of seafood that it smells and they will cook it to death literally so it has no flavor, no moist at all. Turns into cardboard basically. You know when we deep fry it, so it's more oil than fish. Alright? Anyway. So you can get seafood from salt water, right? From the oceans and the seas, and you can also get this meat, good succulent meat from where? From fresh water. And you extract. is To bring out. You extract, meaning from both types of water, heliatan Ornaments. And it's basically used for jewelry, that which is worn, because you adorn yourself with it. Talbasunaha, You wear it. Talbasuna lambasin. لِبَاسِ is also from the same root. So you wear that ornament. What is it referring to? For example, pearls. Right? You have fresh water pearls, and you can also get them from the sea. You extract them and you wear them and you look beautiful. You see, amazing. One water is thirst quenching. Beautiful. You cannot have enough of it. You will have it even if you're not in need of it. And the other is such that even if you're desperate for water, you will not. Drink a sip of it Why? Because if you will drink it It will only increase you in thirst It will only burn you And likewise we see that There are situations in life Or people that we come across That may be completely different Some situations Some things Some people They are so pleasant They satisfy you They bring you delight and joy you cannot have enough of those experiences. You cannot have enough of, you know, spending time with those people, for instance. They're thirst-quenching, and others are such that they wound you, they injure you. Could be people, it could be circumstances, it could be something. It hurts you. But what does Allah Subhanahu wa Taala say here? From all, from each, you eat. Meaning, you can extract good from both types of water. It's up to you. It's up to you. You can benefit from the most pleasant situations and also from the most unpleasant situations. You can benefit from the most pleasant people and also from the most unpleasant people. You can benefit from your friends and you can also benefit from your most bitter enemies. But it's up to who? It's up to you. Are you willing? Are you willing to extract the benefit which is hidden within? So, وَمِن كُلِّن تَأْكُلُونَ لَحْنٌ طَرِيًّا وَتَسْتَخْرِجُونَ حِلِيَةً تَلْبَسُونَهَا You see when you go to the beach, alright, sea for example, salty water. You know, one might complain, oh the, the water is so salty, but who said you need to drink it? Don't drink it. Don't drink it. But at least enjoy the other things that you can enjoy right focus on what you can gain you see sometimes in life also we come across people or we come across situations that may be extremely unpleasant but who said you have to drink them you have to take them in don't focus on the good that you can derive focus on the good that you can extract it's up to you watar al fulka allah says and you see the ships fihi in it in what in the water both bodies of water big and small big ships as well as small boats what al fulka فيه in it meaning in that water mawakhir mawakhir مواخر is the plural of maakhira and maakhira is from the root letters mim all right and maakhira is that which ploughs through all right makhr is to move forward but also to shear to cut and we see that when ships when they sail on water what do you see behind the ship the water splitting, right? So, مواخرة, Splitting through the water. And why do ships sail? Why has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enabled this for you? لِتَبْتَغُوا min So that you may seek from His bounty. تشكرون, and so that you may be grateful. So sometimes really, certain situations in life, you're not able to extract much benefit from them. But at least they become a means for you to get from point A to point B. You don't need to swim through the water. You don't need to go deep in that situation. But it's a bridge for you. It's a means for you. So embrace the difficulties in life. And focus on the good that you can get out of those difficulties. You won't get it otherwise. Like for example, you cannot go from one side of the Atlantic Ocean to the other unless you take the journey. You cannot get from one side of the river to the other side unless you take the journey. The journey may be difficult, but you have to take it. So likewise, certain situations in life, they're very difficult, but think of them as a journey. It's going to be over very soon. But I need this right now to get from here to there. tashkurun, And so that you may be grateful. Because when you reach the other side, then you can enjoy those benefits, which you cannot enjoy where you are right now. Yulijul laila, He causes the night to enter Finnahari in the day. Allah causes the night to enter into the day. So the night takes over the day or in certain times of the year, the night becomes longer than the day. Wa And He makes the day enter into the night. What does this mean? That both take over each other. Right? The night is overcome by the day and the day is overcome by the night. Night is not eternal, day is not eternal. One cannot ever completely conquer over the other eliminating it. Likewise, every situation in life, how is it? How is it? Temporary. Maybe very bitter, but it's temporary. It's only going to help you get closer to your goal. وَسَخَّرَ shamsa, And he has subjected the sun, walkamara, and the moon. Kunlun each meaning the sun and the moon yajri it is flowing li ajalim musamma to a fixed term meaning each is running its course until its deadline and what is the deadline it's the day of judgment ربكم, that O oh you people is Allah your Lord lahul mulk for Him is all kingship. For him is all sovereignty, absolute ownership and authority. Is for who? Allah, your Lord. Waladina and those who Taduruna you call upon. Min besides him, ma yamlikuna they do not have power over. Min even a qitmir. What is qitmir? Qitmir is basically date pit membrane. Has it ever happened that you're eating a date, and you open it, what do you see on the pit? What do you see on the pit? Like a small cover. You know, a very thin, very fine cover. And most of the time it gets ripped. Some of it gets stuck to the date part, some of it, you know, it remains on the date seat. This is قِطْ It's so small that we don't even notice it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that those whom you invoke besides Allah, they don't even give you this much. They don't even give you something like a qitmeer. Then why are you crazy about them? Who is the one who is giving you everything? It's Allah. Who is making all of this happen? Allah. So why are you running after the others when they can neither benefit you nor harm you? So weak are they that intadu'um, if you were to call upon them, la yasma'u akum, they would not hear your call. They would not hear your supplication. Why? Because you're lifeless. وَلَوْ سَمِعُوا, and if they could hear, if, let's say, for the sake of argument, they did hear, then man not istajabu lakum, they would respond to you even if they heard you they won't be able to respond to you why because they do not understand the sounds they hear they don't understand and even if they did creation is weak and helpless it's weak and helpless mustajabulakum because if it's people saints righteous people of the past and they're dead how can they answer you and if it's someone who's alive How can he benefit you when he cannot even benefit himself? وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ And on the day of judgment, يَكْفُرُونَ بِشِرْكِكُمْ They will deny with your association. Meaning they will deny that they are partners of Allah. They will not take any responsibility for your shirk. The shirk that you did, they will not take any responsibility for it. Instead, they will turn against you. So you will suffer at the end. وَلَا يُنَبِّئُكَ And none will inform you. مثل خبير, like the one who is خبير. Who is خبير? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Acquainted. Meaning none can inform you of the reality of these matters, except for who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when Allah is telling you, then trust Him. When He's telling you about the danger of calling upon those besides Allah, then accept what Allah is telling you. So the one who calls upon غير Allah is in manifest error. In Surah Al-Ahqaf, Ayah 5, 6, Allah says, وَمَنْ أَضَلُّ مِمَّنْ يَدْعُوا مِنْ دُونِ اللَّهِ مَنْ لَا يَسْتَجِيبُ لَهُ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ وَهُمْ عَنْ دُعَائِهِمْ غَافِلُونَ Who could be more lost than the one who calls upon someone besides Allah? And then his dua is not heard at all. In fact, those whom he's calling upon, they have no idea that they're being called upon. They're ghafil. When people will be gathered on the day of judgment, then these idols, these false gods, they will all turn against them. They will declare themselves innocent of the shirk of the mushrikeen. Like in Surah Maryam, ayah 82, Allah says, Kalla sayakfuruna They will deny. The worship that was done to them, that was dedicated to them, and they will become opponents of those who worshipped them. So this is clear loss. Alright, let's listen to the recitation of these verses. <laughs>
1: وَمَا تَحْمِلُ مِنْ أنثى وَلَا تَضَعُ إِلَّا بِعِلْمِهِ وَمَا يُعَمَّرُ مِنْ ones وَلَا يُنْقَصُ مِنْ عُمُرِهِ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ إِنَّ ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ يَسِيرٌ we are the ones who are the ones who are the النهار who are the ones who are the ones who the وَيَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ يَكْفُرُونَ بِشِرْكِكُمْ وَلَا يُنَبِّئُكَ
0: مِثْلُ خَبِيرٍ سُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُ بِحَمْدِكَ أَشْهَدُ اللَّهَ إلَهًا إلَّا أَنْتَ أَسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَأَتُوبُ إلَيْكَ الْعَسْلامُ عَلَيْكُمْ رَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ وَبَرَكَاتُهُ